From Breaking Bad to Calling Soul, agents led by Son of Call. Oh, Game of Thrones, who's the next to die? House of Cards is full of lies. Supergirl just flew on by. We're chilling, watching Netflix. How much time's gone by? We're talking TV. From suits to supernatural. Talking TV. Blacklist and the Rebels. Sherlock's Big Bang with Orphan Black. True Detective bombed at second crack. The Walking Dead. Arrow and the Flash. DC Superhero Chat, um, I don't even know when the last time we chatted was. Doesn't matter, we're back, Ben. It was a long time. Are we, we're we not going to seriously go, oh, yeah, so this week, fresh. No, we're, do no, we're going to be honest. Yeah. this We're recording this in late June. It's been a long while. <laughs> Look, stuff's happened, all right? Terry I think and I it's mentioned... out on Blu-ray. <laughs> it just about <laughs> is. Look, Terry and I mentioned in our last chat, uh, when you weren't here, I why you here. weren't here, Ben has become a father, okay? Yeah. He's he's hit that stage. He's a responsible man now, and he just didn't have time to come in and talk about superheroes. That's well. Now, hang on. It's not minute. all true. I know. There's some of it's true. You're a father. A little bit. The rest of, it. of it's not true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But I must admit, the uh, watching TV shows has slowed somewhat. Yeah. Somewhat. People would understand that. Yeah. And look, you know, I'd say if you were listening to us when the shows were on, because you like the shows, you have seen these episodes. So you're not hanging back waiting to see what us three idiots are thinking of these episodes. But for continuity's sake... Yeah, it's for more for us just to have a catch-up. Really. Well, we want We haven't yeah. spoken about it. And let's it. face it, with our you know, vast listener base of probably three, <laughs> it really is just for us to, just to have a bit of a chinwag. And so, I appreciate yeah. my mum tuning in every week yes. and being one of those three people. Oh, does she really? That's sweet. No, of course she doesn't. Oh. <laughs> I thought she would have. For sure. she, if she knew how to open the podcast app, I'd be very, very impressed. So this week that we're talking about is the second last week yes. before the end of the season. It is. But the penultimate, now that I know what that means. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Let's not be afraid, though, to cover the last two weeks that we haven't spoken about because I feel initially we were going to come back yeah. and talk about those two weeks as a whole, especially with Flash because that was leading up until this big reveal of Savitar and then sort of the payoff of that and each you know Supergirl ended on the invasion uh, at the end with the giant Stargate Stargate yeah, yeah. and oh, uh, I forget exactly what ha- oh Arrow of course Prometheus was put in jail Chase was in jail like some massive things happened in those two weeks that we missed to the point where I thought do we even bother coming back and talking about the rest of these shows if we're not going to cover off on those missing two weeks but I think we can do that leading into talking about these episodes right. tonight. Yeah. And more importantly, we want to talk about this week, we want to talk about the finales in our next chat, but there's also that episode that I've been teasing for a while with High Pitch Matty, and I yeah, know yeah. that you say I should drink every time I mention him, Terry, but <laughs> he has jumped right ahead of us and watched the entire season of each of these four shows... And he, is he ready. was like a year and a half behind, wasn't he, or something ridiculous? And he yeah. just powered through them in a day. Yeah, he had like... I guess what ninety episodes? He just smashed wow. it out. He smashed Clearly it, it wasn't in a couple. A day, but... No, but like a very short couple of weeks. Yeah. So is he joining us for the finale chat? No, no not the finale chat. No. no. Hell no. no. We don't want to like sort of water. Not even water down. We don't want to. We don't want to throw blood in the water. But basically, yeah, I don't want him to shit all over it. Yeah, because I mean, I'm already fired up. 
<laughs> He'll come in here and go, ah, shit, shit. So what we're going to do is but we're going to have our big... agree with me. I have someone on my side. Oh, well, hang no, you on don't. a minute. We'll just see. Because oh, really? you at least like one of these shows That's or at least true. factors of them. He likes nothing. Oh, okay. About he, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> now, he's afraid also. He doesn't want to come on and just shit can all these shows because this show is purely for people who like these programs or at least like three out of the four, two, one even, you know, depending on how you've uh, how you've seen this season. But I said, look, you're a part of the geek team. Come in, talk about it, and we can argue against your points. Yeah, because he, he obviously feels very passionately Absolutely about his points. Yeah. They're all wrong, of course. <laughs> But we should let him say his piece. And he is fair, too. Like, he's not a big fan. If you have been listening to our Get Into Geek movie chats, he's a very passionate, uh, not hater because of being a hater or anything. He is a hater from being a hater. For the DCEU film so far with Man of Steel, Batman v Superman and uh, and Suicide Squad. But Wonder Woman, which has come out, and we have had reviews go up since our last DC TV chat came out a few weeks ago, he... Loved Wonder Woman. He really did like yeah. Wonder Woman. So I haven't seen it yet, but you need to. Yeah, oh and this is God. coming from Wonder Woman herself on our team. Yep. Yeah, you have to see it. I was scared, given the fact that you're such a huge Linda Carter fan, which we will touch on soon. <laughs> I'm sure that you would hate no, the new I, Wonder Woman. I loved it, and I cried several times through the movie because of how good it was, and the fact that I've waited my entire life to see this. And I can even forgive that Linda Carter wasn't in it. Oh, spoiler! Who do you knew that? Because it It could have been a cameo or something. You've ruined it. Kanye West isn't in it either, mate. Thanks for ruining it the whole time. I'm going to be sitting there thinking, (laughs) where's going to be the cameo? Where's the cameo? No, you've ruined it. Thanks. (laughs) F*** you, Ben. I don't think I can go forward now (laughs) with this. All right, Terry and I'll take this. Yeah. Ben's come in for 10 minutes of glory and He's that's out. it. Seriously, <laughs> I've gone full Maddie on this one. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's move on. So we're going to put yep. in some... Mitch, you're going to put up the time codes. And Indeed we yada, will. Yada, people will know where to jump around, but mm-hmm. I'm sure they're going to want to listen to all of it because it's all sure. worthwhile. Kicking off with Supergirl. Yes. Yeah. So, um, all right, Terry, let's hear it. Okay. Let's, how, how impressed were you with the uh, you know, screen time that Linda Carter had? All I have to say is Linda Carter... Terry Hatcher, Callista Flockhart, Katie McGrath. That's all I need to say about this. I mean, it was going from scenes of Linda Carter, next shot was of uh, whatever her name, Lena. Yep. I was sitting there thinking, like I was was taken out of the show thinking about you watching the show, (laughs) going, oh my God, oh my God, with your Wonder Woman tissues just sitting there. That's pretty much. Loving it. If Lucy Lawless was in that episode... I would have been on the floor. Hey. I would have been just, I'd be gone. There's still a season finale to come. You never know. Oh, yeah, imagine. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> imagine. <laughs> but apart from all of the you know actors that are in the show, what did you think of the episode? I actually really enjoyed the episode because of Linda Carter and Christopher. Right, Carter. okay. Because <laughs> I think, Supergirl, you have been vocal about throughout the season about how Supergirl, the character it's, herself, pisses you off. Yes. And I the show's been a bit, eh, This episode in particular, did you like? Because I felt I, as though it moved on a bit more than what it does normally. It had a bit more in it, a bit more substance. There was a lot more going on. Supergirl wasn't yep. as annoying. Or she was wasn't. that just me? No, she wasn't. She, I mean, there was a little part. Like, the part where she... Um, <clears throat> She let Monel go back down to earth and she was going to stay so she could talk to his mum. It's like, for f- 
fuck's sake, you've done this how many times and how many times have you failed and you're still doing the same thing? Yeah. It wasn't until she said, uh, Terry Hatcher said, I killed my husband. I think Supergirl went, oh, Monel was right. Uh, I am not actually (laughs) going to do anything here. Yeah. Um, Yeah, but we'll get to the ending very, very shortly. So, um, Mitch, what did you think of the episode? Yeah, I liked it too. I think when the last episode ended with uh, all the Daxam ships coming out of the Stargate and seemingly taking over National City, yeah, I'm like, shit, there's two, there's two episodes to go. This, this is an alien invasion. Surely that that should have been the penultimate episode in a way. That and that's your season finale, where alien invasion, you save the day at the end, or it's left in a cliffhanger. And even at the end of this episode where I was thinking, well, what are they going to do in the season finale? Because they're about to blow up this alien ship. And then that didn't happen either. And the end of the episode answered a question I had at the start after about two minutes. I'm like, all right, I'll forgive Superman not being around at the end of last season or at the beginning of this season when there's there's Kryptonians show up or, you know, Daxamites or whatever the case may be. But when there is literally one of the biggest cities in America being taken over by Krypton neighbours... I mean, it was Independence Day. It was. Where the friggin' hell is Superman? And then at the end it got answered that he's been, you know, taken over somehow and they're going to have some big biff in the next episode. And finally, I guess she'll be able to sort of punch Superman down and sort of establish herself as being his equal, if not better, in the eyes of the Supergirl TV show audience. But um, no, I I did actually like it. It did move uh, forward a lot faster. And and not that I've been as annoyed by the character as Supergirl as much as, uh, certainly not as much as you, Terry, but I found she didn't really have enough time to be annoying in this episode. There was so much to do. Over the past few weeks, they've been writing her out a lot. (laughs) They'll do whole scenes. There'll be like 10 minutes where you don't see Supergirl. They'll do whole, you know, plans and execute the plans and <laughs> everything. She's just not there. It's because she's shit. <laughs> and as far as the world building aspect of it goes, or I guess the 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 in world setting of of, you know, there's been this ongoing fight this season. Supergirl trying to stand up for alien rights and other humans that are like yeah. standing up for alien rights. Mm-hmm. Linda Carter, obviously, as the president, no one knows she's an alien, but being out there, she's the most powerful person in the world, saying no, aliens are welcome here. Just don't screw around. Now the city's being taken over by aliens. Like, there's a lot of alien sympathizers now that have just, they're going to go, okay, no, you're right. Let's kill them all. So, I don't know whether that's going to be an ongoing story thread throughout season three, but yeah. it's certainly brought down a lot of the establishments that they've been building in season two as well. So, no, I, I did really like this episode, actually. There's a lot going on. I don't know, other than the Superman fight, where they go to in the season finale in our next chat because what they're just going to go back up and try and fight the ship again that's what they did this episode so they still need to really um wrap up the whole lily and luther storyline as well because she was in it and then she you know was good and then she's bad again and Mm. well somebody has to die i feel somebody has to die and they've kind of chucked up a few characters especially in this episode where some characters have said certain lines that have made me think, oh, you're going to die. Because <laughs> I've got written down here, Monel's going to die for sure. Because he has been... hope not. Um, He's pretty. Well, he has been... The whole season has been about him wanting to be a hero, but not really being a hero. and being selfish and being self-absorbed. I think the ultimate 
thing to make him a hero would be for him to sacrifice himself. Maybe kill his own mother or something like that. Something like that, or... um, Somebody needs to stay behind to set off the nuke, like... Oh, that Bruce Willis. Bruce maybe. Willis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> crying against the bloody glass or something, saying no, or something. <laughs> so I'm thinking it's, it could be him. It could be uh, the mother, Luther. She could Lillian. actually prove herself to be, you know, for her cause. She could... But that wouldn't be as, as emotional. One other thing, person that um, stood out to me, was Detective Hot. Mm. Because she said... We met to when they were crawling through the troops. She goes, yes. we, we met um, when we were saving the president or whatever. It's like we've come full, full circle. circle. And I've gone, oh, no, she's going to die. <laughs> Everybody's going to die. Oh, yeah. Do they do that? Do they break down the strongest, not so much the best relationship on the show, like when you break apart your main characters, but... Well, I think it's the best relationship. Yes, I mean, yeah. it's the yeah. strongest written. Like, if yeah. they lose that relationship... What else is there? Then do you, if she dies, then does by that by default does Monel stay alive and you get this shitty written relationship between Kara and Monel as the relationship well, maybe of the show? Alex and Lena get together. I'll be oh okay with that. Oh my god! Totally be okay. Well, that with could that. be a strange. That actually could be. I know you're laughing, but that actually could be <laughs> some kind laughing. of strange, weird love triangle that's not actually a love triangle that you've got. You know the two sisters that you know. Like she she's losing her sister to her best friend type thing, you know. Like Kara yeah. loses Alex to Lena. That could be interesting. Yeah, I, I... See? could happen. Okay, oh, this, yeah. I think somebody's got to die. And you were asking before, where does this um, finale well, episode Kat. go? Cat Grant. Well, she. Nah. You know, I think yeah, I her. agree. I think she's just good to have come in and out every now and again. She's such a good character uh, to, yeah. to bring really. back. Uh, I mean, she's ridiculously over the top. Yeah. I've got written down here, Cat, WTF. Like, what? <laughs> what is going on? She just happens to be, oh, yeah, because I was doing this, and then yeah. she answers the phone, and it's someone bloody uh, Madeline Albright or whatever there it was. It was somebody famous. I have one one issue with, with her. She knew that Guardian was James, right? Yeah, I my can God. see your eyes, James. Yeah. Uh, she can see Kara's whole face. <laughs> That's the gag though. That's the gag. That's why it's funny. But maybe because Kara's eyes generally are hidden behind glasses so she's never seen her real eyes. Oh, <laughs> and her hair is up me in filling in gaps. Yeah, no, you're right. Ponytail and glasses. Yeah. yeah. But I mean it's... <laughs> it's I was like James's defense. No, I'm Guardian. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um... Uh, apart from all the cheesiness that was, it was so cheesy. It was super As it all, cheesy. Yeah, I mean, I I've written down here. I, well, I wanted a cheese platter tonight. <laughs> and I got one. <laughs> it's just so cheesy, but and which is great. But I it mean, works. At the start, uh, you know, when we started watching this, I was complaining about the cheese. Now I'm just it's all cheese. Yeah, great. Are you Brilliant. talking about like the girl power lines in the, in, the, in when when uh, every line? Callista Flockhart was. Screaming at Terry Hatch, like, hey, we're women, okay? We don't fight, we talk, and we yeah. work shit out. <laughs> and it just went on and on and on. And I'm oh, like, okay, where's this going to go? She's like, no, nah, I think I'm going to kill you. And said, boom, blows Air Force One out of the friggin' sky. Yeah. Like, oh, how's how right at the start where they go, she's doing the big message to everybody, like uh, in V, where it's people oh, yeah. of Earth. Don't be afraid. We come in peace. Now, that message is playing around bombs going off. Don't be afraid. Everything's going to be okay. It's so funny. And I was comparing the the ring-shaped wormhole device to being a Stargate, which 
it was. It had essentially all the chevrons around it. If you know Stargate... It's a Stargate. Get Into Geek has its own side program called Get Into Gate. You can check that out if you're an old-school SG-1 fan. But not only that, you had energy blast staff-weaponed bad guys walking yeah. around the city killing yeah. people. And I'm like... Are these Jafar who have just come through the Stargate to kill humans? That's a crossover episode. Copyright! God damn it! MGM, get on this shit. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But again, maybe that was another subtle 90s throwback. You've got TV's Lois Lane. You've got um, Ali McBeal. Yeah. You know, and you've got 70s Wonder Woman. And then you've got the sort of the look of 1990s Stargate as well. It was just a throwback episode, this it, one. It really was. I think, and not to skip into all three of the episodes, but they really were all nostalgic mm. in their own way, and certainly with cast members and things as well. Uh, one Speaking of cast members, in this episode, where is, and I, I may have missed it, but where's Wynn's girlfriend in all of this? Yeah, she wasn't in that episode. Do, doesn't she work with Guardian? Yeah. And therefore should oh, have yeah. just been hanging out with Guardian helping his little part in everything? Yes. She was just nowhere to be seen. Maybe she's got the uh, uh, Thea Queen contract. Yep, <laughs> only a few episodes. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. I thought it was funny. It had some good moments. The R2-D2 line was funny. That was funny. Um but yes, I've written here right at the start, where the hell is Superman? And then at the end, we get Superman coming in. Now, is, has she mind-controlled him? How's that working? I'm assuming, but yeah, how? I wouldn't know. Maybe he went up there when, you know, some other time that obviously we didn't see. Well, was it last she's... season we had the mind control? Yes. And he was part of the mind control? Yeah. Could they have used that technology to mind control just him? Maybe. I mean... How did they even know about him? Who? The Daxamites, how did they know about Superman? Well, they, they could just turn on the news and... <laughs> be on the, oh, there's another one. <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking it would take a lot of setup, but Superman, for all of his invulnerabilities, he's susceptible to magic. That's one of his weaknesses. Right. Now, they would have to bring magic into the show. You have to read a comic book to know this? Uh, yeah, I guess so. They've never really, yeah. uh, they've never brought that into the into the films. They might in this new DC Extended Universe uh, cinematic franchise. <gasps> They're going to get Constantine to come in in the next episode. <laughs> They're going to go Damien to the... Dark. Yep. Well, maybe not. Don't, we? don't you want Constantine back? I'd love Constantine yeah. back. I miss Constantine. So she has to go through, crossover with Barry, <laughs> say, hey, I thought your friend Oliver, boom, there's an arrow crossover. <laughs> and then he goes and gets Constantine, bang, they're there for the season finale. Yes! <laughs> no? I'm all for it. And Lucy Lawless, she has to be in the episode as well. So you Just think that because... uh, it could be magic that they've uh, used? I don't think it will be, but... I'm wondering how else, other than just saying, oh, and for the second penultimate episode in a row, mm. or whatever it was last season, he's being mind-controlled. But why? Like, I know it's for the sake of, as you call us the dumb audience, Mitchell, but why? if they could use some kind of mind-control on Superman, why didn't they just do that on Supergirl? Because mm. they don't like her. Well, so maybe that's the goal. Maybe they will now that they've, they've captured her. Maybe that's the whole thing. Is they'll. I'm presuming the... there's going to be a fight between Superman and Supergirl. I think at the start there could be right at the you know whether we, we pick it straight up, but I think pretty soon they will try and do the mind control on her. Or it could be. I mean, they haven't made this part of uh, Queen Ray's motives, but as we'll talk about, and as we have been talking about. Flash and Arrow, their bad guys are very much about bringing them down from the inside and like sort of mentally beating them. 
yeah. you know, like sort of, you know, having all their friends, their family, everything they've built and worked for around them brought down or killed or whatever before they then are killed. Or, you know, that's how they're meant to suffer. I don't see, I mean, Raya just seems to be about defeating her. It's not ma- not a case of sort of killing her friends or anything, but maybe that's what they're going to suddenly throw in that, oh, I'm going to get your she doesn't know their cousins, but I'm going to get Superman to defeat you, and or you have to destroy the only other Krypton out there. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, there's lots of things that could happen. I don't know. I, it had been months since I'd watched the last episode, so <laughs> basically the previously on for me, it was like I was sitting down and starting again yeah. with with all these shows, uh, and I just enjoyed the ride with yeah. Supergirl this week. I really did. There was there's nothing really to complain about except for where's Wynn's girlfriend. The rest of it was just. Great. It was. Hmm. There was just a couple of little things that I nitpicked, but that was all. Like when the Air Force One, it it blew up, right? Mm. When Supergirl saved um, Cat and landed on the ground. Who would have died instantly being blown out of the plane yeah. at that height. But anyway. But the debris from the no, plane was already out. on the ground. Yeah, yeah. How did the debris get to the <laughs> ground before... Supergirl did. Well, and that was what I thought too, because she landed with such speed. I'm like, you've literally just like flown down as quick as you can. It's not like you've been floating around, but it was it was like it was bad editing. But I mean I started again trying to fill in for bad writing, going, Well, you know, some of the plane Who had been this crap anyway. <laughs> <laughs> some of the plane had been shot at and, you know, debris had fallen off before she went up and saved Kat, so that could have been the first hunk of debris, but right next to that debris was Linda Carter in the giant yeah. ball of and let's of not crap. save the president first. Let's save Cat Grant isn't first. That, isn't that Kara's problem, though? She in, in the crunch moments, she has gone too personal and not thought big game. Like, she's more about saving Cat Grant than about... Well, admittedly, too, she was flying to the plane and the person flying next to her is Cat Grant. And then yeah. the plane gets blown up. Mm. I mean... And yeah, I guess by that stage you think the president's dead because she's yeah. a human. Now, we've known since the season premiere that the president is an alien. Known and forgotten. <laughs> I completely <laughs> forgot. I'm like, oh, that's right. <laughs> now, we had in the past speculated whether or not she would turn out to be a bad alien or a good alien, which we sort of erred on because why else is she hiding? Why wouldn't she come out and have done something by now? Do we believe that she is indeed this good alien? Yep. Yeah. Blindly. You, you sure. want to believe she's a good alien. Oh, yes. <laughs> is she going to establish... Oh, surely not. They're not going to reveal no, her as this alien president. People won't stand for that. She's no, I think it's going to be in secret, for sure. Yeah. It's great. Then why, why is she an alien, though? What do you mean, why is she an alien? Well, for, for the story. Like, yeah, but, like, why for the audience, way, for, the, for, the, for the storyline, why do we need the president of the US to be an alien? Well, I guess it gives us an in into the White House as well as the audience because yeah. otherwise basically it's just a uh, do we need getting... an in in the White House though? Well there's a lot of there's been a like lot of Trump references there's a lot of Trump oh my God. if we're didn't Kat in her speech say yes. we are to make this country great again or yeah. something <laughs> yeah alright I don't know I think it's very political and why not put somebody in the White House that they can engage with each week that is an alien that has a reason to and a vested interest in engaging with the DEO. It's a CW, comic. isn't it? So mm. do you guys watch iZombie? No. Which is also CW? So they've done something very similar in, in that show. Are either of you going to watch it? Will I be spoiling no. anything? Well, so- you will be for somebody who's potentially listening, like Mitch's mum. <laughs> <laughs> if she listened, which she doesn't, 
it would be an even less chance that she would be watching a show called I Zombie. So <laughs> please, just in case, tune out. Yeah, earmuffs. Earmuffs. Okay, so in I Zombie, the mayor, the guy that has just been elected mayor is a zombie. But only obviously the zombies know. Right. So they've done the same sort of thing where there's they've got a political figure who is Don't zombies look like zombies? Not no, much, uh, man. They they dye their hair and you spray tan to um fit in with everybody else. You need to watch the show, it's actually really cool. Okay, moving on. Flash <laughs> <laughs> Don't think but my point is, is that obviously the CW thing is at right. the moment is putting Certainly a reason. political person who is different to the humans in power. That was my point. I'll Fair shut up now. No, no, your point is valid. <laughs> it's just, yeah, yeah. Come on, it's a zombie show. Zombies are supposed to be zombies, right? It's the whole point. Oh, they do. There are zombie moments. Okay. You've got to watch it. It's <laughs> there are really zombie good. Moments. There are zombie moments. In this so, it's like Veronica Mars, but with zombies. So Wally can time... Can we talk about Flash? So yep. Wally can time jump now. Is that a thing? When did he time jump? He... Oh, sorry, not time jump. Um, jump through the vortex to go through to Earth 2. Is his girlfriend still living in Earth 2? Or is she living on Earth 1 with him? Like, is that something that no. he's been doing on the on the side? Just to go and, you know, have dates and what, stuff? doing his girlfriend? Oh, oh no, doing the vortex, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking, what? <laughs> well, I don't know. That's what it sounded like. So, yeah, because he went through with um, what's-her-face and, and what's-his-face. Yep. And and he seemed to be in charge of that said vortex. Well, Unless I Cisco was on the other Cis- side. Yeah, that's what I presume. That Cisco right, turned it okay. on and, yeah. Right. Okay, yes. fair enough. Well, okay. I'll... It's a very weird place to jump in. I'm not criticising you, but I feel like having not <laughs> spoken for the last two episodes, the last time we did speak... We didn't know who Savitar was. Do you think the first thing I've chosen to speak about is very weird? <laughs> Not weird, but I <laughs> think I just... It's the first note I made. No, it's <laughs> my first note. I'm just going in order here. I'm Barry going... is Savitar, how are we not talking about this? Because I assume you guys have already spoken no! about it. No. This is weeks ago, months our, no, ago. Our last, our last chat was the episode before. Sorry, they hang on. It. Wait, wait. Let me. Sorry. All right, you're right. Okay, let's just start again here. <laughs> okay, let's do Flash. Yay! Oh my God! <laughs> Barry is Savitar. <laughs> that is horseshit. <laughs> what a Friggin' disappointment! It was. I can't believe that none of us predicted it, and I haven't got it because anywhere it was to play. So, because it it's so, so stupid. I've got a feeling right him. at the start, one of us said, and I don't know who said, if Barry turns out to be Savitar, I'm not watching this shit anymore because it'll be so shit. I, I feel like that was said. <laughs> that but sounds like something you would really say. But I couldn't find the audio. Yeah, it does sound like me. But I couldn't <laughs> find the audio. It's how I feel. What a disappointment! Well, at the, should when, have been Wally at the reveal when it. Um, it happened. Both Jason and I were like, "Huh?" Yeah. That was uh, we weren't even excited or anything. We were just yeah. It was like a WTF. Yeah. And what I really didn't like about the reveal was that about what two minutes before the actual show ended, Barry is with everybody. They're celebrating some kind of victory. You know, whether it was saving that scientist or whatever the case was. I'm mixing up episodes, but they were celebrating something, and all of a sudden, someone says something to him that triggers a line that Savitar said to him. Yeah. And that's where he realises yeah, that it's it him. Yeah. And that was fantastic. And then all of a sudden he runs and he eventually runs into Savitar and he says, I know who you are. Okay, it's all out there in front of me now. I finally caught up and I'm here. I'm here ready to go. 
and that's when Savitar bends down, the armor turns off, it opens up, the music's building up, and then out comes Emo Barry with a scratchy right side of his face and is like, yeah, it's me, I'm evil, Barry Allen. I'm like, oh, man, like, they sort of, they (laughs) revealed it. They revealed it in in flashbacks and with music (laughs) and with Grant Gustin delivering, I thought, a really nice little performance just direct to camera, him just piecing it all together in his mind. And then two minutes later, they give you another reveal of the same thing, but so much more obvious in case you hadn't caught up I when he was back at the Flash. house. That's what he said. Yeah, I'm Future Flash. I'm like, oh my God, why did you ruin the first reveal by overdoing the second one? And then just, I am Future Flash. Because yeah. he opens up his mouth really <laughs> weird when he's Savitar. I, I, from that moment, I'm like, I don't know that for the next three, four episodes, whatever we were up to, I don't know that I can buy you as being a bad guy. That's not saying that Grant Gustin isn't a good actor. I think he's a great actor, but I don't know. He just he doesn't look like a bad guy, and I don't think he can act like a bad guy. Not not all encompassing evil like this guy who was turn away from the good guy that he used to be. He's went dark side and then killed everyone that he's ever loved. Yeah, I don't buy him as that Except bad that guy. He did. Well, yeah, he did. <laughs> At the end of that episode. Now, what did we think about the, the, I guess, the confusing sort of origin story that he gives him? Like, he he tells Barry that he, oh, Savitar, is a copy of future Barry, so he needs past Barry to live on, and Barry threatening to kill himself. Savitar basically tells him it wouldn't matter that because of time travel and blah 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 but like again this show just keeps sort of reinventing itself and the rules for the sake of the moment all Barry needs to do now is not ever get in a situation where he creates a time remnant for the rest of his life and then there's no Savitar yeah that would be breaking then the rule that reverse Flash returning in season 2 established that well, th- our current Savitar that is threatening our Flash, he exists outside of the timeline. But then to support your theory, as we've seen in this very episode, the penultimate one that we're talking about, as soon as Barry decides to go and do something, it eventually ripples through time and you see Savitar sort of like have a little bit of a, a yeah. fit yeah. and he remembers this old memory that Barry has just done. He's like, I know what he's going to do now because he's just done it in this present and, you know, whatever. Yeah, contradictions. Okay, I feel like I'm 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 beating Maddie to the chase. Two podcasts ahead of when he's going to join us, um, but they just they they're starting to get into legends territory, where they're rewriting their own rules for the yeah. sake of the episode they're in. Yeah, it just it, I don't know. It seems so. Yeah, there's a few times I was just yelling at the screen, going, "Guys, just come up with a plan. Don't tell Barry." Yeah. And then eventually, right at the end, they just threw that in, said, oh, I'm going to leave now because, you know... Um, yeah, but then HR goes, oh, yeah, Iris is safe. Oh, yeah. HR is shit ass. Like, really? He's so shit. He's got it right. That dude... Oh, i got something too. I think he's going to die. HR? And I think we'll, everyone's going to we'll die. get number two back. I think he's going to sacrifice himself to save Iris. But I don't know how they're going to do that now because she's obviously... She's, she, I mean, she's gone. She's okay. gone straight away. Well, on HR, like, we saw the way this episode ended. Now, it got to, what, five minutes before the end of this episode and it pops up and says 52 minutes until Iris West dies. Yeah. And my, my, I wrote down, I'm like, is the next episode going to play out in real time? Because 52 minutes, yeah, that's yeah. the end of this episode and then the next 42 minutes of, uh, of next week. 
you know who we need on the case? We need Jack f***ing Bauer. Because no one <laughs> saves the world in real time better than Kiefer Sutherland, man. And then it ended up playing out. And I'm like, we're now going to see the immediate after effect of Savitar killing Iris. But on HR, have they already changed something? Because while the actual murder happened exactly the same way... He wasn't on the roof. HR wasn't on the roof, as we saw in Cisco's you know, flash forward to the future thing, Joe was. And also in Not the... Not only Joe wasn't honoured on the news. Joe West is honoured at the blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah he wasn't honoured. And... So they changed that. She fulfilled the day by taking off her ring and giving it to her dad. Oh, that was like, that why did you take? Off. Why yeah. did you take your ring yeah. off? Was, We've already I, spoken about I this. Notes about that Leave too. it on. I wrote ring, but I'm trying to figure out where we were the last time we spoke about it because she didn't have it on, then she didn't when he went to the future, and because he went to the future, he changed something in the past which sort of caused that to happen. So that I just sort of wrote off. But with the canon, we've seen twice in so far this season a flash forward to this particular moment in yeah, time. And yeah. it was always been in his future. We saw him arrive at the scene, walk up, Savitar arrives with Iris, him plead with Savitar, do not kill her, he kills her, end of sort of premonition. We saw it two times. Yeah. In this, though, he arrives, he looks around, he watches the news, he realises he's in the right place at the right time. All of a sudden, he's got a giant plasma cannon so they've changed that. They've changed Joe. They've well, the two things of Joe on the news mm. and HR isn't there. But the murder still happened the same way. So how have they managed to change their future without affecting the overall outcome? And what does that mean for our Flash's future in the next episode that hasn't happened to Savitar in his past? Does that make any sense? I feel like I've lost everybody. Um, <laughs> I've got yeah. I have a prediction. Of how, well, this it's not so much a prediction, but it's how I think that they could have saved Iris. Now, here we go. Stay with me. I don't even... Help me try and make sense of this, because maybe it won't make sense, even when I say it out loud. So, the now Barry mm. jumps forward to a time that is way in the future, creates a single remnant of himself, and says, Hey, self. Hi, self. How you doing? <laughs> yeah, good, self. Thanks. Thanks for coming. You know we both want to save Iris. What I need you to do is come back with me to the time and I want you to use HR's face-off technology doohickey. Yep. Look like Iris and then we're going to pretend that you're Iris for the whole time. Now, old mate won't have any knowledge of it. Yes, he will because it's Barry goes forward. Damn it! (laughs) Somehow the face thing, and it's it, Barry creates a time remnant, or he works out how long it is to that for it to ripple through time for him to realise. Yeah, it yeah. should. I mean, it should be in, instantaneous. Yeah, it should be instantaneous. I don't know. I, I feel like that face thing technology they used it, and it made me think. Oh, why can't they create a fake iris that would Maybe be willing they did. to die? Maybe they. But did. it has to be someone that's willing to die. Yeah. Is he then creating? An exact copy of the problem that he's trying to fix. Yeah, because that's why Savitar exists. Yeah, well, I mean, because we know Barry knows that. Yeah, that, but that he it, creates it, then the person dies. I yeah, mean, the but, terminator dies straight away. And yeah, if it's but, Barry, Barry would sacrifice himself, so he, no problem. I know, but just, just, yeah, I know he would, yeah. And maybe in the immediacy, immediacy, he probably would. Our Barry would, Savitar wouldn't. That's, that's his problem, that's his motive. 
Man, I'm just imagining now, like if someone walked into your booth now, Ben, and said, get out of my seat, I'm the real Ben. You're like, no, I'm not. I remember my entire life. I'm not a copy. He's like, well, I made you 10 minutes ago, but I made you with all of your memories. Like, that's hard for you to believe. You're not going to believe that. And I struggle to think that the remnant would so happily give himself up. He'd be like, well, why don't you do it? I've got a better idea. I know how they did it. The team did it. The team went across into... Supergirls. <laughs> no, no, hear me out. Yeah, right. They went across yep. into Supergirl, right? The team did. Cisco did. And said, hey, Supergirl, what we need from you is we need some alien that can get stabbed and not die. And, not die, but and it come back. We're going to put the doobie on the face. <laughs> and then the whole thing that HR did about, you know, making out that, oh, no, but he did do a thing to Cisco. Damn it. Like it was all planned, a bit Frank Underwood in the background. Yeah. I shouldn't say that because you guys haven't seen House of Cards. But it's all plans upon plans upon plans that it actually isn't Iris. Iris actually is safe. But Barry thinks she's dead. That's why he reacted in such a way. But it's actually not. It's an alien. So you go, do the hickey off. What's this alien thing? Oh, and you're alive? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Time loop, just, time loop yeah, broken. Quite I'm just thinking of anyone that's just wants to listen to people talk about these shows because they love these shows even though they saw them two months ago and is listening to us now not only theorise about what could happen but theorise how it should happen and they're just like just go and watch the finale stop hurting my ears (laughs) yeah can we talk about Snart oh yeah so I was really when I saw his name I'm like yes Snart did it how did Barry know that Snart would be exactly where he was in Siberia or where it was in 1800 and whatever. Yeah. How did he know that, that that's exactly where he would be? Well, they, And then to time travel to that exact point, I didn't know he was able to necessarily he's be so not, exact Unless he needs to. Yeah, I've established right. that. Yeah. I think two or three times this season he, he has when every other time in the three seasons he can't. That's very yeah. convenient. I'm surprised that nobody let slide that um, he's he supposed dead. to be dead. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. No strings on me. I like that, actually. Yeah. And it's like, whoa. He's like, oh, that sounds good. I'm going to use that in a big moment. Did, yeah. did that did that Siberia setting ring any bells? No, I was trying to wonder if they did. I mean, I was going to Google it, but then I thought, no, what will happen is someone will say something about the finale and then I'll ruin yeah. myself. So yeah. I'll wait till next week. No, it was a cool moment, actually, because that's obviously the second time that they have used Captain Cold for that reason. Well, not used him for that reason, but I guess... In Legends, and hopefully if you're listening to this, you've been watching Legends, and certainly the finale and uh, episodes leading up to it were that the Legion of Doom went back, grabbed uh, Leonard Snart before he became this good guy, brought him into their future, he became a nemesis for the Legends, then the Legends took him back to the moment he was taken from, wiped his memory, and he went on to become, you know, the Captain Cold on the on the team of the Legends. So they've mm. plucked him out of the past, put him back. This... They obviously pluck him out. They don't take that memory away from him, but it's made him something, something more of a good guy. I guess I it's helped you're him gonna a little bit. Thought you were going to say something else. No, no, someone else. <laughs> Actually, what was I watching? I think it was Supergirl where they said something about yes, Save the City. Yes, they like, did. What Save the City? <laughs> What's city. going on here? Um, yeah, and there was some funny bits about the shark guarding the uh, the power oh, source. No. God, I hate that. Uh, with the CGI so and the, shit. but here's my question: So they went to great lengths to say that hey, if you go inside Argus, well, that facility, um, your meta skills won't work. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> the shark. 
It's a metahuman. Yeah. 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 But I was, the shark seems to be okay. Yeah. But that's almost like in the Supergirl episode where um, Lillian um, beams back herself and Lena and then Cyborg Superman and she's like, oh, humans only. And I'm like, um, but Cyborg Superman isn't a human. That's okay. Mm. He's got, so, I mean, he's got human in him, but yeah, you're right. It's like, hey, here's a problem with what we're just saying right now. Don't yeah. listen to it. Yeah. 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 Metahuman power dampener. And I'm like, why haven't you been using this Meanwhile, tech before? The Arrow people were able to break into Argus like super easily. And yet these. Yeah, meta- the, um, the, the hackers. Yeah, the hackers. Yeah. But the Flash can't. No. Come on, guys. <laughs> And his fighting I, skills were very good. Did you notice that? Yeah, he was yes, like he's jumping never across really desks and shit. Because when they were doing it, I went, oh, well, that's not Barry. Because yeah, Barry can't fight like fight. that. Because he's just fast. But nah, it was Barry. He was fighting. Like and also in... He's got some skills. Uh, I guess, did you pick up the Wonder Woman reference? I picked up the Suicide Squad reference. Well, yeah, he said... Because he was looking around the room and there was Grodd, obviously. Yeah. And then it... Before it showed uh, Cupid, Cupid it said Cheetah. Yeah, I saw that. It was Wonder Woman's like great nemesis, oh. and they're just sort of lift, listing off names in the door, and they go, "Oh yeah, this is where Waller put together a Suicide Squad." But yeah, Cheetah, she's the one they're calling for now. Warner Brothers has great success with Wonder Woman. That when they make Wonder Woman two, and they're going to fast track the shit out of that because everyone loves it and it's making yes. so much money that they bring Cheetah into the mix. But um. Yeah, I just thought that was cool because they've they've used Argus as a means of hinting at these other DC characters from much bigger characters like Wonder Woman and Batman with Harley Quinn. Remember they went past a uh, a cell, I think, last season sometime Mm -hmm. and you heard this girl just laughing, you know. Uh, So, yeah, I just thought that was cool. I'm surprised you didn't pick that up. I didn't because I'm more, yeah, I'm a big, huge Wonder Woman fan, but it is primarily... Of the 70s TV show. And primarily of Linda Carter. And primarily <laughs> of Linda Carter. Yeah. I need to watch this with the sound down. I need to hear anything no, else. No, I don't like her that way, remember? She's on a pedestal way up there somewhere. She She's untouchable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where this episode lost me was actually in Lila at the end, just sort of saying, oh, you know what? If you really want the yeah, power source, you, you can have it. Because I'm like, terrible. this whole episode so far, sure. which is two thirds of it, has been breaking into this, trying to figure out how we go all Ocean's Eleven on this thing and steal it. Yeah, without but powers. because Barry um, stayed around to save Snart, that made her change her mind. Yeah, she said, oh, so oh, you you are actually a good guy. Yeah, you knew that before. That's why your <laughs> husband trusts him with his life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this whole episode has been about the fact that you wouldn't give it to us, and that yeah. made sense for Lila. Like she's be, she's a good person, but she's also a bit of a hard ass who's become the new Amanda Waller. You know, yeah. she said in Arrow yeah. a few weeks ago. Look, Amanda Waller. I thought she was a bitch, but now I'm, now I'm sitting in in her chair behind her desk. I kind of get what she was coming from, and mm. all of a sudden, just gives them the source. I'm like, so you really only had 15 minutes worth of story, but you stretched it out into the, into half an hour. So like you see that dumb just, shark thing. Oh, and I, you know, as cheesy as it was, I actually didn't mind. I I kind of giggled in a appreciative type tone when the the fin rose above the fog yeah. and and then it just it sort of went great. back down. You know, so, I, I kind of like yeah. that. Actually. To make that the good. Jaws reference. and Yeah, it was good. It was a bit of fun. It was good. Um, all right. Well, should we move on to Arrow? Yes. Okay. So, uh, Mitch, you'd be happy with Dolph mentioning the nerd rule? No one ever really dies. There you go. Yeah. On him, though, Constantine he plays, yeah? Constantine with a K because he's Russian, obviously. Why does he care so much about... 
Oliver. Like, he, Oliver tried to kill him, but why go across the world to kill this guy? And, okay, if you do that, why torture him? And why... What did he even do to Oliver to give him these flashbacks and... He affected it was, a, his... it was um, a serum of some right. sort that increases the pain that, like any sort of pain that you've ever experienced in your life. Yeah, you remember it. Mm. Yeah, you'll feel it Whatever. again. Whatever. He's a freaking Russian gangster. Well, like... I mean, Const- Constantine was going to be the head of the uh, Bratva, right? Or yeah. something along those lines. And Oliver, with his mate, um, what's his face, yeah. took that away from him. So, of course, he's pissed off. He's pissed, but... And he killed him, sort of. <laughs> I mean, dude, that's enough. Yeah, but... Uh, and just, he's a gangster. He's a gangster, but to go all the way and then to torture him for days and, and like, not... Torturing's one thing, but actually sit there and do to him what Prometheus has done this episode too. That was the, the parallel of this episode, mm. was that he's mentally sort of asking Oliver, who who are you? And look at all the things that you've done and the pain you've experienced with your life and all the decisions you've made so far. And it was this episode... In as many as they've tried to do so far this season, that one scene in this episode made me realise how many people Oliver has murdered. Like, they showed flashes of all these people he's just straight up killed. And I'm like, holy shit, man, you actually have taken some serious lives in five seasons. But me being the viewer, I'm watching a good guy who does bad things for questionable reasons, but overall he's doing it for a good purpose. I don't sit there and dwell on the fact that he's killing people all the time, but in one scene, Dolph Lundgren made me realise. I'm like, shit, yeah, he's done some bad shit. Yeah. I just, I think I got tired of how long that side of the flashback went for. Mm. I, so Dol- Dolph, or Constantine, I should say, is he, is he the one that's controlling Adrian Chase? And Prometheus is he in charge of all this? He has to be, doesn't he? I mean, all these are kind of pointing towards. Well, this week that we're watching it again, people are screaming right now saying, just go watch the damn finale. <laughs> uh, but we don't know. And I guess I, I, it has to be. They have to be related. They're always related, these uh, these flashbacks. I want them to be kept separate, but it would, I guess, serve where the show itself as a structure is going because they've said season five will bring an end to the flashbacks. Yeah. Obviously, he was dropped there by old mate who controls the Bratva to say, hey, I'll wait for a day or two, I'll signal a ship and I'll go back to America. So we know the flashbacks are about to end and head into season one territory. So while the two storyline timelines of the show are about to come full circle, do they, I guess deliver that to the audience with bad guy in flashback being tied to bad guy in present day storyline I I hope they don't more so just because of what we learned in the final seconds of the show because there's something else going on in the present day storyline that's got all of my attention Mm -hmm. don't look at me blankly yeah sorry let me write this down are we talking about Emily? Oh, yeah, of course. Your uh, favourite actor, your <laughs> <Yes>. old mate. <laughs> old mate, Deathstroke Manu Bennett, son. Yeah. He's back. Well, when they were putting together the A-team at the end, uh, like, or towards the end, I'm thinking, oh, no, they're not going to. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Mitch will be happy. So, um, yeah, I... There was some funny. Look, I, I want to skim over some some fluffy bits before we get into the real nitty gritty. I love the fact that um, the birthday party and Felicity's wearing the green jacket for most of. Did anyone else see that? It was arrow green. This jacket oh, she was no, wearing. Oh no, I didn't notice. Yeah, it was kind of funny. And Adrian Chase 
in that prison, right, when Oliver went to see him. Now, he's been there, what can we say, a few days at yeah. least? Yeah, I mean, I don't have a lot of hair, but when I did... Oh, the hero hair. That's one of the things I said to Jason. His hair Why does he still have hero perfect. hair? Perfect. I know. <laughs> it should be all oily and messed up and shit. Yeah. Nah, and it's, it's just the, perfectly manicured. Yes. Is that how you pronounce it? Queef? Yeah. Yeah, anyway, I'm so sick shit. of Adrian Chase. I'm yeah. sick of that story. Well, what notes line. have you what ni- no, notes have you got for Arrow, Terry? Can you see that? Shall we tell the the audience? It's blank. There is nothing on there. Well, that means you loved it. No, it's, excellent, it's, it's Mitch. Just... Oh, that's great to hear, Terry. <laughs> Mitch, what did you think of it? Oh, I'm so shocked and happy all at the same time. It means the opposite, Benjamin. I'm sure Terry was uh, very happy to see Malcolm, John Barrowman, come back. That's it. And it was good to see him come back because obviously he hasn't been in this show at all because he's been focused on being in Legends this season. But I didn't get why he was there to act as a mentor for Oliver. Like, he sort of played a bit of an ambiguous sort of role within the show before, but you always knew this guy's going to be bad at the end. It's just a matter of when he decides to double-cross you. Right here and now in this episode, while he was trying to get Oliver to kill cops or, you know, do the the you know, the the greater of two evils in any given situation to help with whatever they were trying to do, I never felt like he was gonna go bad at the end. Like I very much felt like he was there again to act as a mentor and, and get into the mind of Oliver and try to psychologically help him through this situation. I'm like, that's not who you are, man. Like he said some fluffy line at the start, like, oh, it's my daughter, I'll protect her. Anyway, aside from that, that's why I'm here to, you know, to help you. And it just lost me a bit. But it, like you said earlier, it's a, a very nostalgic sort of episode or week, but more so this show because you had him in there dressed as the black archer. Yeah. And then you had, yeah, Katie Cassidy back as, well, faux Laurel, but she's there. The- uh, Yao Fei back. Yep. Uh, in in obviously sort of like you know hallucinations and All things like that as cast. well. Mm. Yeah, it's fantastic. Like hey, it was really cool. So the parallel from the the, the flashback to the real life. Um, I've only just realised is in the flashbacks there was all his past got a got a mention or mm. a lot of them at least yeah, anyway. As a, Except know, Sarah. Is set well not yet at least anyway. So. They're all there. And then in the real life, he's putting together a team of past people from his life as well. Mm. I wonder whether the people in the real life, in the present, in the now, are actually there or whether it's in his mind and he's putting together a fake team. No, they're there. All right, they're there. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just thinking, well, you know how he's hallucinating all the other people. Maybe he could be hallucinating this too. But he's only hallucinating them because of the drug that he was given by. Sure, but maybe he's been given the drug again. Maybe something's going on. Maybe. Uh, Where is the vigilante? Yeah, vigilante's gone. I've just forgotten about him. Idiots. I don't mind him not being the show, but at least some kind of mention out there. Like, why hasn't once since they captured Prometheus, the two times they have, to say, well, we've got the throwing star killer and now for the other guy that wears a mask and hurts people other than the Green Arrow. (laughs) No, they've, they've forgotten about him. Yeah. Yeah, all together. We'll turn up in the last five minutes of the last episode. So Unless, I, I still think that um, Constantine could be, uh, could be that guy, vigilante. Nah, you don't think? No, because oh, no, vigilante no. was still killing, or you know, up against baddies, whereas Constantine is a baddie. Yeah, you're right. That's right. 
It's been so long since I've seen him, I can't even remember. <laughs> no, same. Any more notes, Mitch? Uh, one nitpick. I'll just get the nitpick out of the way so we don't end on that. But when uh, Diggle and Felicity are driving in the car to drive away and they're, you know, questioning don't whether or not they it. should go back. What? I've got it written here in capitals. <laughs> what, when Talia shows up? Well, we only assume it's Talia because she's dressed like a, um, yeah, I'd an say assassin. It's yeah, it's her. And well, that's who I think. You know, they're like, oh, they stop the car and, oh, we, what we got to do? We got to drive forward, you know, and kill her, basically. And they drive toward her. She jumps out of the way of the car and slices it with a sword. Two swords. No, there's two. Oh, to two be swords. fair, there were two swords. Okay, whatever. Now, it was, I don't, I don't know, shot poorly or edited poorly, but we see the two swords just basically scratching the doors. The car never deviated. If anything, it, it turned a little bit right. But then it managed to, in the next shot, have veered totally le- to the left. And flipped. Or the whichever direction. I, 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 I think you were opposite. still going right, but it doesn't matter. Two f***ing swords don't make a car drive up a pile of dirt and, and flip into flip. the back of a truck. Not only yeah. that, but do so so calmly. There was no out-of-control nature to that car whatsoever. Obviously, when they filmed it, it was a very controlled stunt, and they just had it on some kind of, like... It was controlled, know, all right. It so was shit-ass. Then they just crawled awful. out of the car, like... It was like, the most okay. awful Shh, scene. Scratch the car, and then, woo, straight into a very oh, convenient man. truck and dirt pile that was just so sitting there. So bad. It was so bad. <laughs> there were better ways, so guys. Bad. And I'm surprised, Terry, you didn't write that. That down at least. I Did thought the whole episode was ink? shit other than John Barrowman. That's why there was nothing there. Oh, now, like, you come know on. I you just... must have been happy with Nissa turning up. Oh, actually, yes. There God, I like Nissa. <laughs> <laughs> Very much. You know what would have been cool, <laughs> considering she's part of the friggin' assassins? Well, they don't exist. Well, sure, but she's been trained. Like, her dad is well, Rachel sure, okay. Ghoul. Yeah, yeah. Was. Is, was. Was, sure. <laughs> Rather... her, no, no, no. Her husband is Rachel Ghoul. Actually. Oh, Nisa. No, I'm talking about Talia, sorry, when, oh, okay, when, they, right. when she took down the car. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rather than stand there and reveal herself, very unlike an assassin, you might say, Mm-mm. or a ninja, then just driving and then just out of nowhere, help up out of the shadows and just throw a couple of throwing stars of some description, take out the tyres, it veers off and runs into something. Anything that would make sense. Because then it's it, you don't you don't have time to sort of sit there and... I don't know whether it's a dumb audience moment or not, because as an audience member, we, we they stop, we go, what are they looking at? Then we see the threat. We go back to them, go back to the assassin. Felicity says, how do we handle this? Oh, like some other person. Okay, that's how we handle hey, it. Hey, you know what? And even if you don't want to try and kill them, drive Backwards away. and yes. away, considering the threat is on foot and you're in a car. There's no one behind you. It's an empty road. Yep. Oh my god, shit out. <laughs> oh, I was so angry when I was watching that. I was just so angry. Anyway. I'm enjoying that you guys are are, are angry. I'm I'm, I'm hating the little things. Like the overall theme of this episode, I'm like, all right, I hope the finale is Better, and I'm very excited about whatever the hell Deathstroke is going to do when a team up with with Green Arrow. Like he is, I can't believe he even asked him because Deathstroke like hates Arrow. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how that's going to work yeah. at all. I yeah. mean, that's the enemy. It's not even the enemy of my enemy is because he has friend the mirror. Uh, what's it called? Mirakuru. Mirakuru yeah. in him, so he's super strong still, isn't he? Well, yeah, you got to you got to think so. I mean, I don't know how he's being fed off? or anything. Like, yeah, he's just on an, the he's, toilet. There's no toilet. He's in a, in an underground bunker on an island clean. that no one knows where it is. But <laughs> even Sarah was annoyed with you, Terry. She said that nice. um, you're Sarah. Mm, she said, um, you know how annoying it was that Oliver. She said, pause, pause the TV. I'm like, what? What's wrong? What's wrong? <laughs> 
She's like, I'm so sick of Oliver having these speeches to his team saying, guys, you need to leave. I need to do this on my own. She goes, it's so shit. It, he says it all the time and it just keeps going on and on and on. It's like I'm watching a big circle and I'm like, oh, Terry will enjoy you <laughs> saying that. <laughs> but what I thought was great in this episode, and, and then I paused it and said, well, what do you think of that? Uh, <laughs> was when Malcolm points it out to Oliver that that's what he does. In that speech, I guess what you were talking about, Mitch, about him being a mentor of sorts, mm. where he said, Oliver, you keep doing this. You keep pushing people away. You, Your strength is, you know, having your team or your people or whatever he said. I can't remember what he said, but it basically... It, it, it then made me think, oh, the writing was quite good in that way because we were... And I did agree with her at the time. We were pissed off at Oliver for keep doing the same thing, pushing people away, doing his same old routine. It just got boring and boring and boring. In that episode, it escalated enough for Sarah to say, pause, this is shit, I'm so <laughs> sick of it. And then a couple of scenes later, we get the resolution. They like they were almost propped it up for us for Malcolm to come in and go, Oliver, you shit, and for him to realise how shit he is. So actually, I didn't mind it. I didn't mind the way that they fixed that and, uh, and resolved that if that was even their intention. <laughs> Mitch is looking at me like, no, no maybe No, no, wasn't. no, no. I'm saying, yeah, they're, they're claiming that. They're claiming that now, even if they didn't mean to. Yeah. But then Callista Flockhart said pretty much the same thing in Supergirl as well. Do you remember she had the big old speech about, you know, she went away and went to some, I don't know, wherever it was that she went and she was oh, by yeah. herself and the whole thing is about being close to people. And yeah, da, da, da. yeah. So. Arguably just, the biggest bitch in the DC universe. <laughs> you know, on the surface to everybody else, her yeah. character, yeah, had a moment. Mm. I'm, I'm, look, I'm sick to death of Prometheus and the smug things, smiles. It and took too long to get there, didn't it? I mean, the fact that he's still playing all it's just, oh, I'm it just was it. drawn out too much. I think so. the whole Prometheus thing, if it had been condensed into half a season, yeah. It would have been great. It would have been compelling. It would have they been did a Vandal moving. Savage on this series. They did, didn't they? Yeah. A little less annoying than Vandal, I have to say, because that was super annoying. <laughs> they did it a bit better than that. But I agree. I think it was very Vandal Savage, the way they've done this. And they sort of did break it up, but that by just making Prometheus two different type of characters, remember for the first sort of, at least third, maybe not the first half, but the first third of the season, he was almost like a crime lord. You know, he had that uh, old mate from The Walking Dead, black guy, that Prometheus uh, ended up killing. Um, oh, God, yeah, I've forgotten yeah, his name him. now. Anyway, yeah. he had that guy working for him. He seemed to have all these other little minions doing stuff. He just seemed to pop up yeah. to the point where we were like, oh, is Black Archer back? Because he's a guy wearing dark clothes and he's using a bow and arrow. What's going on? And then all of a sudden all those minions are, are, are dead and he's killed them. And then he's suddenly, oh, no, he's the actual arch nemesis. Like, he's a very much a, a polar opposite of Oliver. And I'm like, well, why was he a crime lord do, with minions doing his work? Like, he still does that now, but it's a completely different way of operating. I don't know whether it didn't test well or once they figured out who they wanted to make Prometheus, they changed up the character because Adrian Chase had obviously already been established in the show and for the longest time we thought Adrian was going to turn out to be vigilante and maybe mm. he was initially and then they thought well you know what this would better serve if the bad guy has been under Oliver's nose literally the entire time mm. they've known each other mm. I don't know um, where, hey, where is um, sorry to jump around 
where was Dead? Uh, what's his name? Deathstroke. Deathstroke. Where was he? I thought he was on the island. He's on the island yes, in like in a little prison. underground lost bunker. So Chase and all them and the prisoners who are Team Arrow mm-hmm. are on the island. Yes. And Arrow's on the island, but they don't seem to know about the prison, but yet he knows everything else about Oliver's life. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's... that's How only, did he miss that? Only now that you've asked that, has he already spoken? Who's already spoken? Have they already spoken, Prometheus and Deathstroke? Well, that's what I mean, Are they yeah. somehow in cohorts? Now, I think Deathstroke will come out of this being an anti-hero. I mean, that's kind of what Oliver is, considering What's an kills... anti-hero? Well, you, you know, Punisher-style, like he's... Oh, okay. you know, he's, he's good, but he's... Good, yeah, it's not yeah. Good, good for the sake of doing... He's not, he's not Captain America or anything, like yeah. he's... A bad guy who does good things, I guess. Did you guys see the parallels? And I'm not even sure if I dreamt them or not. Between Flash and Arrow this week, in the it was all about Oliver's, you know, seeing, uh, you know, the the evil within Oliver, you know, and him recognizing that. And then you had evil Barry as well. So Barry had to contend with basically the evil side of himself. Mm. I wonder whether they did that on purpose or whether they were just, the writers are just riding along and going, oh, there's a bit of flavour of this into that. Because I found it very similar. You've got yeah. Evil Barry and Oliver devi- dealing with his evil self. Yeah. Internally. Yeah, they're very different storylines, but essentially it's a person, a hero, dealing with an evil side of themselves. Yeah, if they if they had more to do with each other week in, week out, or you know, I, I would say yes, because that would be interesting when you think that you know, for all intents and purposes in this universe, Green Arrow is Batman. And I guess to some extent Flash is Superman. Like when they first had that crossover, it was it was about that. You know, like Flash was not willing to do you know, he wasn't willing to go dark side. He wasn't willing to do anything that would hurt people or anything. And Arrow was sort of trying to say, Well, sometimes you gotta do bad things to to, to you know, for the good, for the greater yeah. good. Yeah. And then in turn, Flash was trying to get Arrow to think the same thing was that you don't always have to be the bad guy. You know, you you can do good. You can inspire good by being good. You don't have to hurt people. And so to see them, I guess, have parallel storylines where they're both, regardless of how they operate week to week, them both having to deal with the 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 darker side of their of their being. That would be interesting. But I'd I'd say it's just coincidence. Mm. All right, and probably the bourbon I was drinking as well. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. Uh, scores. Scores. I am going to go in the order of the shows. Okay, so what so, we got? So Supergirl. Three. Flash. Arrow. Okay, Supergirl, Flash, Arrow. And Supergirl really only because Linda Carter. <laughs> no surprises from Terry putting Arrow <laughs> at the bottom. Mitchell. <laughs> um, I think I will go Supergirl as well. Um, Interesting. It's, it's kind of what you said. Just there's less to spoiler hate about alert. it. Spoiler alert. Supergirl one. Uh, next, <laughs> um, Arrow, then Flash. I just feel that whole episode being a heist story that ended up being completely irrelevant and and unnecessary by the end of that episode. Just it was a waste. Yeah. They had 15 minutes of story to tell and they just stretched that out by making one tiny little element that shouldn't have existed be a thing for so long. I think otherwise it probably would have... Well, definitely would have ranked higher. Mm. Supergirl, Arrow Flash. I'm in complete agreement with you, Mitch. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Arrow's not going at the bottom. <laughs> All right? But it was, it was hard for me. I mean, Flash just... Yeah. 
I don't know. There's just too much in there with them breaking their own. I don't even know if they are breaking their rules, but the fact that I have to ask, are they breaking their rules? Mm. They haven't made it clear enough to me. And um, I love time travel. So. And again, not to harp on about this whole dumb audience thing that I keep saying that they think we must be, but you're right. We shouldn't have to ask, are they breaking their rules? When they treat us like an idiot audience and everything is just fed to us. Yeah. We like shouldn't have to babies. ask these questions. It should be very well and clear what their rules are. Unless we really are dumb. Well, <laughs> and we just think we're smart. There's that too. <laughs> Mitch, what else is on Get Into Geek? Ah, uh, what is on there at the moment? So, as I said before, our Wonder Woman chat, that's the last sort of movie review. We've got another big one coming up next week. Obviously, Spider-Man Homecoming, that's going to be uh, huge. Maddie and I are hoping to get to in the next couple of days uh, Transformers, The Last Nights. Yeah, uh, you did we, your tax instead, I remember. Yeah, yeah, well, I did uh, did my tax <laughs> instead of going to the premiere. Uh, and considering it's Transformers 5 and off the back of the horrible fourth one, no one's really going to blame me. But Maddie, still, Maddie would blame you. Did he go? No, he didn't. He we didn't we want to experience this together. Um, sure. But the thing is with Transformers, like I, I don't. I hope no movie is bad when I go in to watch it. I don't want any movie to be horrible because otherwise I'm I'm thinking, God, I hope I'm going to waste the next three hours of my life as I walk in. I don't. But we kind of want to watch it just in case it's shit and we get to have a f- have some fun with it. Well, Megan Fox isn't in it. Is she? She's not in it because anymore. I wouldn't want to experience her with another guy. <laughs> Your, your head's all over the place. <laughs> well, unless you're well, Maddie, might. I don't know. And uh, we're actually going to chuck up, just for a bit of nostalgic sake, while we are talking about this in this podcast, uh, our Transformers Age of Extinction, Transformers 4, that review we did. Before getting a Geek was sort of proper and we kicked off properly uh, at, at the end of 2015, Ben, you and I and Maddie used to sit down every week and basically do... Do drafts, if you will, a bit of a uh, bit of testing, and we spoke about Age of Extinction, Transformers, and we tore that film a new asshole. Mm. I'm going to chuck that up for a bit of uh, old school fun, and then we'll follow it up with Transformers Five. That's all on any of our Get Into Geek channels. You're listening to one of them, and uh, follow us on uh, socials: Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just simply at Get Into Geek. And uh, drop us a line if you want. Give us your own theories on uh, next season. We're not going to read them until next week because otherwise we're going to get we'll spoiled. No Maybe don't contact us until next week. Otherwise yeah, it's going to be like, be, be good. Yes. <laughs> here's how it all ends. Here's who dies in, yes. in Supergirl. Uh, get into geek at gmail.com. Yeah. Can't wait. So uh, next week we've got the finale episodes. Yes. And then the following week we get Maddie and Ian to... Uh, I was going to say the following week, the new series. It just about is. It's been so long. (laughs) (laughs) GetIntoGeek.com